Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sierra Vista, the official podcast of the city of Sierra Vista. I'm your host, Public Information Officer Adam Curtis. And today, Sierra Vista Police Department PIO Corporal Scott Borgstadt joins us to discuss Better Bucks of Sierra Vista, which launches this weekend. Better Bucks was originally started by the Shadows Foundation and Flagstaff in 2015 as a way to provide help to those with legitimate needs while still discouraging panhandling by people who use the cash to support substance abuse habits. In coordination with the Flagstaff Police Department, the Shadows Foundation developed Better Bucks as vouchers that can be redeemed for living essentials at participating merchants. Scott has been working to bring the same system to our community, and now Better Bucks of Sierra Vista is ready to launch this weekend. Look for the Better Bucks booth at Art in the Park to learn more and purchase the first vouchers. Now let's invite Scott to join the conversation so we can learn more about this new program, find out what community events the police department has in store this fall, and also learn why the department is glowing purple in October. Hi, Scott. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Adam. Great to be here. Yeah, well, I know you've been working on this project for quite a while, and it's finally getting ready to launch this weekend, but uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, how Better Bucks came about for Sierra Vista and why you thought it was a good fit for our community. Sure. Well, it started out a little over two years ago as a council objective uh, to research the feasibility of bringing a voucher program to Sierra Vista. Uh, so I was tasked with doing the research on it, and I think the Better Bucks program fits Sierra Vista the best uh, because it really encompasses a lot of things that uh, I think the folks that need those services, the homeless or anybody in need uh, could really use. It not only has uh, five vouchers, $1 vouchers in the booklet, but it also provides service uh, providers lists or names uh, for various services such as housing, food, clothing. Um, And it it gives more than just, you know, here, do you take these vouchers and spend them at the stores, but lets people know where they can go and get other services to help them out. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even actually even realize that was part of it. Um, but I know as you, you know, engage folks in homeless camps, I mean, so the council objective was kind of broadly dealing with uh, homelessness and uh, kind of affordable housing obstacles and identifying partnerships and this is kind of a multifaceted issue, community-wide approach, and the city's doing multiple things. Uh, but this is kind of a really cool initiative that came out of that. But, Absolutely. But yeah. yeah, this is something you deal with all the time um, over at PD. Um, so, you know, we'll have folks doing camps on on city property or in areas where they create a public health hazard and that kind of thing. So you often have to go out there and, and engage with these folks and kind of share what services are available. Um, can you can you kind of talk through kind of yeah, what you do in those interactions? Yeah, that, that, that is something that we do. And and uh, unfortunately, you know, I have to take the, the law enforcement approach mm-hmm. initially and say, hey, look, this is either private property, state trust land or city property. And, you know, you can't be camping on, on this property. Mm-hmm. Property owners just don't want that to happen. And one of the biggest reasons is exactly like you said, uh, it creates uh, a huge health hazard because inevitably they leave a lot of trash, a lot of garbage, um, and in many cases, uh, a lot of um, hypodermic needles that have been used, um, which, you know, we don't want, you know, folks going out into the desert and running across those type of things or stepping on them. So and sometimes yeah. they're in washes and areas like that where, you know, they can go downstream and, and 
Yeah, you just can't have that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, you don't want them yeah. to get into the watershed and, yeah. and, and that type of thing. So, uh, you know, we have to go out and make contact with them and, and advise them that they're going to have to move on. But at the same time, um, we try and find out what kind of services they need. Um, uh, we've gone as far as, you know, I had one guy that didn't have any shoes. So I made a couple of phone calls and visited a couple of places and was able to get him a pair of shoes. Um, and it's that type of thing. And I, I think that's where better bucks will come in real handy is, you know, we'll be able to go out and say, Hey, look, you know, you can't be here, but here, here's something that might be able to help you out. You know, it's got a few vouchers in there where you can go get some food, clothing, toiletries, pet food, whatever, but also the list of services that are provided. Um, another thing that's included with it that uh, the city of Sierra Vista was on board with is uh, they uh, we offer a one day bus pass with each booklet. So they can get to those services or get to those merchants um, to get what they need to um, help them move to a better place. Yeah, absolutely. And this was started up in Flagstaff, and I was researching a little news about that. And they interviewed some folks who were using the Better Bucks. Um, and one of their favorite things was the bus pass. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's so awesome that we do that. I think they, the folks that use this will actually really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, uh, so this started in Flagstaff. So I think we're working under the auspices of a, of a nonprofit up there. But we've kind of also started a nonprofit locally. I'm saying we broadly in the sense it's mostly <laughs> you and your board. Uh, but the city has supported uh, this, this along the way as well. Well, but so who runs Better Bucks of Sierra Vista? What is it? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Uh, like you said, this started out as a, a council objective. Um, and once the council said, yeah, we love the idea, let's move forward with it. Uh, what we wanted to do is form a board of directors that uh, involve community members. Um, the thing to remember about this you know, issue is it's not a city problem. It's not a police problem. It's a community problem. Right. And it's going to take the community to help solve it. Mm -hmm. So um, we contacted several individuals uh, throughout the community and asked them to serve on the board. Um, we have uh, members from faith-based. We have um, uh, business leaders involved with it, uh, folks that have a lot of experience in um, managing and running nonprofit organizations. Uh, it, it's really been a great experience. We even have um, one individual on the, on the board that used to be homeless, which is an amazing uh, he gives an amazing viewpoint that the rest of us ha don't have. Uh, and that's really helped uh, form, you know, the Better Bucks of Sierra Vista is what it's called, the nonprofit organization. Um, the idea behind the nonprofit also is uh, when people give uh, to Better Bucks or purchase the booklets, uh, their gift or their, their contribution could be tax deductible. Mm hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and something I think about when, when describing this issue is, is we, we say the term homeless people as though it defines them, but really it's people experiencing homelessness because it can be a stage of your life. I mean, and particularly during the recession now with COVID, I mean, as things throw a wrench in people's jobs, life, everything. So, you know, you want to take the stigma out of it a little bit. You know, it's not like a permanent state of being, um, but, uh, you know, it's something people can experience. They can fall on tough times, whether or not they're homeless or not. It's just something that they, they may need. So exactly. And yeah. and what we want to do is our, our board real early on realized that this program 
encompasses a lot more uh, for those in need. So we're not we're not solely focusing on the homeless population. It's anybody in need. And uh, I, I've had churches come, you know, and say, hey, we're going to purchase these booklets because, you know, there may be some uh, folks that belong to the, the church that could use something like this, or they have people coming in asking for assistance. And instead of giving cash, you know, they can give better bucks because they know that their gift is going to be used for something useful. Uh, the thing with better bucks is you can only purchase what we call living essentials, food, clothing, toiletries, right. pet food, that type of thing. Uh, you, you cannot purchase money orders, alcohol, tobacco, or anything that can be used in conjunction with illegal drugs. Gotcha. Um, so people can give knowing that that gift is going to be used for something positive. Yeah, that's awesome. And obviously in Flagstaff, they have a kind of a big panhandling problem. I grew up in Sedona, so I'm actually kind of familiar with going to Flagstaff and, and seeing that in person. Um, so, you know, they were kind of focused on that. But it's nice to include this broader vision and purpose here in our community, because um, I do think there, there, there are more benefits we'll see from this initiative, hopefully down the road. But you're saying what people can buy. So where can they buy it from? How does that kind of process work? Well, uh, the merchants that are on board right now, uh, we have Fry's Food Store. Uh, Food City, Culver's, Friends of the Sierra Vista Library, and Goodwill of Southern Arizona. Awesome. Um, and so do you do education with those merchants too? Uh, have, is that something you've been working on? Or? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In fact, that's something that uh, um, that we've done on Thursday and Friday that uh, we'll go back, you know, go to those merchants and, and say, okay, you know, here's how the program works. Um, Fry's Food Store and um, Bashes, which is Food City uh, Corporate, uh, they're already on board up in Flagstaff. Okay. Um, so uh, the transition for them here in Sierra Vista is, is outstanding. Um, on the uh, Better Bucks booklet or in the coupons, uh, Fry's actually has their own barcode already on it. So when folks go to Fry's, you know, it's not like this big st stigma of, hey, you know, we've got these folks using Better Bucks. They can just scan the the barcode and and you know the computer will accept it and, and take the money off that way. So. Uh, it, it's really cool because uh, it, it's nice having those those places already on board to help us here in Sierra Vista uh, work through the initial aspects of the program. Definitely. It's always nice to not be the first ones to do something because <laughs> you don't have to reinvent the entire wheel. Um, so what was the nonprofit that actually started Better Bucks in Flagstaff? Uh, it was called Shadows Foundation. Okay. Uh, the Shadows Foundation up in Flagstaff, uh, they partnered with the uh, Flagstaff PD to create the program. And uh, like you said, uh, they've been running since 2015. Um, last time I talked with Vicki Burton, the director up there, uh, she says she's paid out over $25,000. Uh, to the merchants uh, from folks using Better Bucks. And, and that's something we probably should talk about too, is exactly how the booklets are used. Right. So uh, citizens or organizations, groups will, will purchase the Better Bucks and they can uh, either give them out to individuals that they feel need them. Uh, and then that person will take them to say fries and they'll make their purchase uh they have to make sure that they're not purchasing something that is on the don't purchase list, you know, alcohol, tobacco, that type of thing. Right. Uh, and then 
the merchant will take the receipt and staple the Better Bucks to the receipt and then turn them into the nonprofit, the Better okay. Bucks of Sierra Vista, once a month. We'll verify the purchases and then we'll reimburse the merchant dollar for dollar for the product that is purchased. Oh, cool. Um, and are there any limits on how much a person can spend at a certain amount of time? Because I know in Flagstaff, they did cap that. Yes, right? they yeah. did. Well, uh, yeah, they capped it at, at $10 or 10 Better Bucks. Um, our board felt that you really can't buy much for 10 bucks. Yeah, maybe when yeah. they started, it went a little further. I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the great thing that the Shadows Foundation is is doing is they're allowing us to make this program our own, basically. Cool. So we're upping it to $20 or 20, 20 better bucks at one time. Um, you can use cash or um, EBT up to $5 uh, additional on top of that. Okay. Um, so... Uh, you know, so the uh, uh, purchase comes, you know, per person comes in and makes that purchase. And if it comes to $22, they can use $2 cash plus 20 better bucks. Gotcha. Okay. That, that goes a little further. Uh, you, yeah. can, you can get more than just one sandwich that exactly. way. I think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and they can get clothing, other items like that, it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's why... Uh, we went after I went after Goodwill Industries mm -hmm. or, or you know pretty hard on that because uh, you know they do have clothing and and other items that can be purchased with the better bucks which is great uh, and you know Culver's jumping on board mm -hmm. um, you know uh, some somewhat of a fast food place and people can go in and use that and so yeah I've been real, the the response in the community uh, has been overwhelming for this. When I've gone and done talks with various organizations and groups, uh, everybody is extremely supportive of it. Uh, they like the idea. Uh, I think what they like most is the fact that uh, people want to give, but they may be hesitant to give cash because they're not sure what it's going to be used for. But with Better Bucks, you know that your gift is going to be used for something positive. Absolutely. And even with clothing, I mean, people, people like to donate clothing or other items too, but I mean, I've been in some of these camps, you see a lot of it that just goes to waste ultimately. Um, and maybe the hope would be, you know, if someone actually picks it themselves and purchases it themselves, you know, it's not just something that's going to be discarded right away. Too. Correct. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, folks see, you know, panhandlers out locally and that kind of thing. Um, I mean, my understanding is panhandling's, somewhat legal in Arizona. I mean, well, it's absolutely it's, yeah, legal. Yeah. 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 The, <laughs> the way, the way that Flagstaff got, got yeah. going with the better bucks program yeah. is in 2013, um, they were enforcing a law that was on the books that mm -hmm. basically prohibited people standing on the street corner, holding a sign, right. asking for assistance. Right. Uh, well, they got sued by the ACLU. Um, mm. their contention was that it was freedom of speech. The ACLU won. So, Boom, panhandling became legal because that law was now unconstitutional. Gotcha. Uh, so the thing about panhandling is, yes, we do have some homeless folks that do panhandle that, that do need help. Mm -hmm. But in Sierra Vista and pretty much every community, there are professional panhandlers out there. Uh, I've seen them get out of their vehicle, walk across the street, put up a sign asking for help. Right. Um and, uh, you know, there's several of them in Sierra Vista. Uh, I've talked to uh, the panhandlers and, and some of the homeless folks, and, and they can make anywhere from 65 to $100 a day standing on the corner asking for assistance. Right, right. Um, so one of the things with the council objective was um, hoping that 
using better bucks uh, will help maybe alleviate that problem because they're not getting cash and they're not using it for other things than food, right. clothing, and and toiletries and stuff. Right. And hopefully, you know, they'll either seek the services that are listed or go someplace else. Yeah, and I mean, that's something that I feel as a member of the public. When you see that person, you, you just wonder that because you read news stories. I mean, I, certainly I've been familiar with that, too. So it's nice to have a little more confidence that this can't just, like, fund their personal in- enterprise indefinitely. Like, if they actually need it, this is helping them. You know, if they don't, you know, there's some limits on it. Which Absolutely. Is nice. Absolutely. Um, so remind us, how do folks uh, buy Better Bucks? Uh, well, there's going to be... Initially, four ways. Um, you can go online to uh, Better Bucks of Sierra Vista website, and it's uh, betterbucksierravista.org, um, and order them off the website. Uh, you'll also be able to purchase them at the Sierra Vista Police Department, um, City Hall of Sierra Vista, and the library. Okay. Hopefully, as things progress, uh, we'll add locations, uh, city locations, and maybe some merchants as well. We'll be able to... Uh, you purchase them directly from the merchants. Awesome. So then uh, you'll also have them available at Art in the Park this weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was no accident that we picked this weekend basically to to launch it. Uh, uh, the launch is officially October 1st, but we are going to have a booth at Art in the Park um, and we'll be set up there. We'll have information to explain the program in depth and folks can actually purchase the Better Bucks there uh, or just make a donation uh, directly to to the program. Awesome. Yeah. So definitely look for better bucks of Sierra Vista when you go enjoy art in the park this weekend. Uh, also check out vineyards in the park from 11 AM to 6 PM on that Saturday. Um, and what Scott is showing me something that I can't read. So oh, yeah, well, something in the better books that we, that we need to mention is, yeah. um, like I said, the support in the community and throughout the city has been amazing with this. And I, I was sitting at, uh, uh, a meeting one time with, uh, Arlene Garcia from, uh, service to animal control. And they wanted me to give a quick talk about butter bucks. And she said, Hey, can animal control get involved in this? Mm-hmm. What did you have in mind? So inside the booklet, uh, there is a, a coupon, basically, uh, that people in need can take to animal control. Uh, and it says for pet services available based on need. And it includes food, vaccines, spay or neutering, microchip, vet exam and supplies. Oh, that's awesome. It is amazing that, you know, the, the city has stepped up and helped out um, on various you know groups and organizations, um, and and that's that's tremendous. I, I encounter a lot of folks um, in the homeless community that do have animals, and I get that question a lot. Is I can't believe you know that they have animals, you know, and the thing is, they take care of their pets better than they take care of themselves. Yeah, I see that. There's a one gentleman on a bicycle that rides past my office every day at City Hall, and he's got the cutest little dog, and yes. he's had him for years, and he, he looks totally healthy in great shape and yeah, these, clearly well taken care of. These yeah. folks definitely want to make sure, you know, take care of their animals, uh, and, and they do. They, you know, it, I've, I've been in the, you know, in the field and said, you know, hey, how's your pet doing? Do you need anything? Yeah, we could use some food. I make a phone call. Animal controls out there and dropping food off for these folks, you know, for their animal. It, it, it's great. But a, a coupon or, or a benefit like that, uh, I mean, it goes a long way to help these folks out. 
Yeah, that that's awesome. It's great to see that and the bus ticket included. I think it really goes a little little extra mile for folks and and covers all the bases, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anything else on Better Bucks before we switch topics? I think we've covered just about everything on it. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll also mention the Facebook page. Uh, it's Facebook.com/slash SV Better Bucks. Uh, just look up Better Bucks of Service on Facebook, and you'll find it. So go ahead and give them a follow and keep up with what they're doing in the community. It's it's kind of awesome to see this uh, arrive to Sierra Vista. And, and get started and you guys have really done a lot of work already even though the public's just now learning just now about, learning about it, it but it, you guys have really set up a good board and a whole organization so it's exciting to see this get rolling thank but, you um so you've got a busy week i know next oh, week <laughs> i got a busy yeah, yeah next yeah. <laughs> actually yeah next two weeks and, and it's a year's worth of work coming together <laughs> right? in these two weeks so yeah so we've got you know better bucks starting this week yep. uh next week is national night out yeah. october 5th so that's the return of national night out yep. after a year and we couldn't have it so yeah, yeah that's exciting but, uh, <laughs> national night out is, is always a great event mm-hmm. um I, I really get excited about it uh we have uh first responders from all over cochise county coming to the event uh you know and uh, we set up static displays you know so there'll be you know fire trucks police trucks command vehicles you know and, and bear cats and all kinds of stuff there for folks to come around and see uh we do all kinds of different demonstrations you know canine demonstration uh the fire department's going to do uh i think they call it their two minute drill or whatever yeah, yeah you know so you know like the fire bell goes off and they got two minutes to get in all the gear and get out to the truck, which is going to be fun, uh, you know, to see. Uh, we're going to have uh, some uh, uh, superheroes there. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you know, we got Batman coming. Uh, we got uh, a young um, Spider Man oh, coming. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and I, I, some others, but I haven't been told what. Um, <laughs> well, be a few it, it, it's a surprise to me. So uh, you know, there's a um, gentleman that used to work for us uh, went to another agency, but he still stays involved with National Night Out, and uh, you know he loves building costumes and stuff. So he's promised me something really spectacular. So every year he comes through, it's really great. Awesome. Um, so yeah, National Night Out, October fifth. Uh, it'll be at Veterans Memorial Park from five to eight p.m. Um, it, it's a great night. It really is. So come on out and uh, have some fun with us. Um, and then October 9th, uh, we're going to do a chip program over at the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Uh, now everybody says, well, okay, what's chip? Well, it's child identification program. And no, we don't put a chip into the kids, okay, <laughs> like you do your pets. No, this this is a, uh, it's a computer program that uh, we take some information, uh, you know, demographics, that type of stuff. Um, we do fingerprints. Um, we uh, do a swab so the parents can keep DNA uh, and, and uh, a little video of the person talking. Uh, we put it on a uh, thumb drive mm-hmm. so and give that to the parents. Uh, so if something happens, uh, they have that information readily available for law enforcement. And the great thing is it's it it's put together so we can draw that information and get an Amber alert, alert out real quick or a missing person or missing child information out real quick with real accurate information to include photograph and, and uh, demographics. Um, it's going to be held at the Boys and Girls Club um, on the 9th. Uh, it's going to run from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m., um, one thing or a concern that folks have is, okay, what do you do with the information after 
after you do the, you know, the thumb drive, well, everything is wiped out of the computer. We keep absolutely no information other than the parents signing the permission form for us to do it. Um, and it's completely free. Awesome. And do people have to sign up ahead of time or can they just drop by? Just drop by. Okay. Just drop by. Awesome. And then, um, yeah, I know another big event for the uh, PD is coming up on Sunday, October 17th. Uh, that's the 15th annual Bearcat Pole for Special Olympics. Bearcat Pole, yeah. That's always a lot of fun. Um, folks, you know, you put teams together to pull this 24,000-pound <laughs> Bearcat. Uh, and, uh, so it's like a big tactical vehicle for those who don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we hook a great big rope to it. The teams try to pull it. I'm not sure exactly how far it is. I'm not sure if it's 30 or 50 feet. But uh, uh, seeing the pictures from it, you know— it, it weighs quite a bit, yeah. and uh, uh, you know the best team, you know, per category, you know, you know, gets a prize or whatever. Uh, and it's a great fundraiser for Special Olympics. Yeah, and every year, I want to say SVPD is among the top agencies in terms of per capita fundraising for Special Olympics Arizona, which is kind of a point of pride for you guys. It's really awesome to see the support in the community for this. Um, Tipicop this year, I believe, was a record-breaking year. Yes, it was. Um, and that supports the same cause. Uh, a shout-out goes to Vinny's New York Pizza for hosting that event for however many years it's Long been time. going on. Yeah. Long time. <laughs> um, so it's so good to see that support. And you guys also do the actual torch run every year, too, yes. uh, which is a really exciting thing for those special Olympic athletes and stuff too. Um, so definitely if you've never been to the Bearcat pool, show up, you can share on the teams. There's a DJ. Um, you can also go on our website, sierrafestazy.gov, search for Bearcat pool registration, and you might be able to squeak in there and get a team together and do some fundraising. I don't remember the actual deadlines for registration off the top of my head, so it's, it's coming up, so you might not get a shirt, but uh, definitely pitch in, raise some money if you can. Support an existing team or just cheer some folks on. Uh, it's a really funky, unique uh, event. It is. And, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Um, so there is an, also a new event uh, coming to Sierra Vista that the PD is working on. I think that is on Saturday, November 6th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah, the, the Faith in Blue um, uh, event that we're going to have. Um, it, it's something that, that uh, we started working on about two, three months ago. Um, and the idea behind it is to get faith-based organizations and law enforcement together Um just to get to know each other, um, you know, and learn why we do the things that we do um, and help people understand law enforcement a little bit better. Uh, the first event's uh, going to be held um, here in Sierra Vista. I just drew a blank on the name. Events 161. So Thank you. That 161 Wilcox yeah. Drive. <laughs> uh, and... and uh, the way it's going to be put together is um, it's it's going to be like an old-fashioned church potluck. Oh, cool. So folks that come, bring a dish to pass, and, uh, uh, you know, we'll have the chief say a few words. And then uh, Kalia McCaw is uh, uh, one of the chaplains for the PD. He's help, uh, helping organize it. He'll say a few words. And, and we're just going to, you know, have a community meal together and, and uh, you know, talk about, uh, you know, get to know each other a little bit and then we'll have other events throughout the year uh you know with faith and blue as we go 
Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, it's really important for the for the police to get out in the community and and feel like they're approachable. And and you guys totally are. So um, if, if folks would love to get to know their law enforcement officers a little better, have questions or concerns or anything, that's just a great opportunity to uh, show up in an informal, casual environment and get to know your local law enforcement officers. Um, so something else that is going on in October, um, and PD has been supporting this initiative for a number of years now. Um, the, uh, governor's office actually started, I think six or seven years ago, lighting the Capitol building, uh, purple uh, for domestic violence awareness month. So, uh, tell us a little bit about what the PD is doing. Yeah, that, yeah. uh, October is domestic violence awareness month. And, uh, what we do in front of the PD is, uh, the outside lights, um, they are turned purple (laughs) basically, uh, throughout the month. And, uh, you know, we have information available uh, inside the PD for folks um, about domestic violence. Um, It's real. It's a tough situation. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you have family members involved in in, uh, uh, some bad things going on right, you know, at the time. And and uh, domestic violence uh, isn't reported as often as it should be. Um, And it's hidden a lot of times. So we try to bring awareness to that uh, because we can't get people the help that they need uh, if we don't know about it or direct them to where they can get help. Um, There's a lot of service agencies in Sierra Vista that can help folks out uh, if they're having issues with domestic violence, um, but it needs to get reported. So that's why we have Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So if you know somebody that is having issues uh, you know, you can report it to the PD and we can investigate it or you can try and convince that person to seek help um, and try and get out of a, a negative situation. Yeah, absolutely. I was just putting together the PSA for that today. And and one of the things you hear that really is just so true is that domestic violence thrives when we are silent. Um, and that goes for the, the victims, where it's so hard for them to to talk about it, I mean, or even acknowledge it sometimes, mm-hmm. really. Um, so, you know, as the friends and family members, the broader community who may see issues arising or things like that, it's, it's very easy to dismiss them as well sometimes. Um, but it's an issue that we just can't be silent about. Um, we have to talk about it. We have to you know, raise awareness about it and, and, you know, let people feel comfortable to come forward and also keep an eye on each other to make sure we're doing it. Okay. Absolutely. You hit, you hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, drive by SVPD in October and you will see it glowing purple. Uh, it's kind of a cool thing to see. Um, and go and go, you know, check out the information in the lobby. There's also some referrals available. You can always call PD to ask these kind of questions too. Um, there's a lot of local social services you can, you know, plug people into. Absolutely. Um, So thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today, Scott. It's been a joy to talk to you as usual. You bet, Adam, anytime. Well, that does it for this episode of Let's Talk Sierra Vista. As always, you're invited to join the conversation by sending your comments, ideas, or questions to pod at sierravistaaz.gov. That's P-O-D at sierravistaaz.gov. Take care, everybody. Mm